hi folks. Uh, I was listening <laughs> to the interview and dropping apparently my flashlight um, before we started recording, and there are no content warnings. I I am amazed. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Uh, also, I will warn you that we live in a house with animals, some of whom are very rambunctious. I think I see Orange's tail. Orange is over here, and Hound is getting pets and belching gently at me. That's, that's, yeah, that's Hound. Uh, there are no kittens currently, and they got their uh, front claws trimmed. We will not declaw them, but, you know, we gave them a little trim. So maybe, just maybe, there will not be screaming if one of them decides to try to climb up my leg. Yeah, it's just now they have multiple edges and a blunt claw to sink in instead of uh, the, the one surgical pointy witness, so. You make me so confident. <laughs> uh, and that brings us to our final note before we begin, and that is we swear a lot. Particularly when kittens are climbing our legs. Uh, and sometimes loudly and profusely. So we have to mark it explicit because no one understands that bad language isn't really bad. It's just written that way. Something like that. Something like that. Anyway, there's your warning. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode 169. Uh, our guest this week nice. is, right, uh, Emma Marshall, um, Social Happiness on Twitter. Uh, Emma is the customer support lead at System76, the open source laptop manufacturers, and is just awesome. I would see Emma at trade shows. Those aren't happening this year. So, you know, obviously it'll be all virtual this year and it's happening uh, Monday, Tuesday. So that's what I'm doing next week. There's the bulk of my productivity. Monday and Tuesday will be doing uh, the All Things Open virtual event. I have no idea how many things I'm going to be able to attend. There's always, always, always a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and uh, Jono Bacon, who we had on uh, a couple weeks ago, will be there ish. <laughs> and so I'm excited. It's always a good time. Uh, even, even virtual, I'm sure it will be a good time. You have a look and you're bouncing. Uh, yeah, I totally spaced my meds today. Oh, so I am scattered and vague and tired. Okay. And like, just, yeah. But you were Fidgety. saying, you were saying you weren't as scattered as you feel you used to be. No, uh, I was able to concentrate on a few things. Um, I, I puttered in the garden a lot today, which puttering is kind of fine if you have the ADD. It, uh, <laughs> it, it works out. You wander around with a pair of clippers. You do this thing. You do this other thing. You realize halfway through a thing you need to do this other thing, so you go over and do that thing. Uh, it's it's fine in that. And I was able to concentrate long enough to make most of my word count on something that wasn't the project I should have been making word count on, but, but. I concentrated well enough to get that done. It, it feels like it is a little easier for me to concentrate now because my brain is sort of trained into what concentrating feels like, which <laughs> yeah, okay. was not a thing I ever really had it do before. Um, not to say I couldn't concentrate. I could, particularly well, the younger I was, I could get super hyper-focused. Yeah, the hyper-focus, the hyper-focus. But uh, that got a lot harder as I got older, and sort of having a a experience training my brain to focus on something 
rather than just have it happen because I was interested in what I was doing has been one of the benefits of the meds. And even without the meds, I can still sort of do it, but I'm loopy and have a headache and am vague. Well, then we'll uh, we'll try to finish this up so that we can maybe go chill out and watch some X-Files like we've yes. been doing in the evenings. I You've been playing a game. And I've been playing a game and we've basically had X-Files on. Yes. Uh, and we both sort of pause when you yell, oh, oh, this episode, this episode's really good, oh, oh. I, uh, I watched most of the X-Files as it was happening up to, I think, I think this is about the last season I watched, is season okay. six. And I didn't watch all of it. Some of them I missed and I might have caught it reruns, I might not have, uh, I was fortunate enough for a value of fortunate to catch home the one time it aired before Fox refused to ever put it in any reruns. Um, but hey, you can see it on Hulu now. Yeah, so it's interesting in that I am catching some of these and remembering, wait, this is a really good episode. And some of them I'm just like, oh, it's another alien mythology episode that none of us are really following that well. Uh, but... It's such a good show when they're like doing the monster of the week thing. It it can be really good and it can also be just terrible. So yeah, it's but it's been fun to watch and rewatch, and we're starting to get up to the where they're mostly new to me. Okay, soon. yeah, and uh, I know there's a whole season where Mulder isn't there. That was about the time they spun off Millennium, which uh, that's also the the reason. He wasn't there was actually uh, they weren't sure he was going to be able to they there was a contract dispute and they weren't sure he was going to be able to be there at all. And then because he was filming something else, there was that movie. And I remember the movie was actually a lot of fun and it was about aliens. Yeah. And, and it I, had I, a three eyed smiley face. Right, right. I, I, I have a vague idea on that one. Yeah. But so it was a lot better than the X Files movie, which we watched watched last night, which uh Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. that was certainly a thing they certainly did. Certainly a thing. Um but the whole I uh, the whole thing is that like he could only contract for so many episodes when they finally settled it for that last or next to last season or whatever it was. So he was uh, so yeah, that season, like the last season of the original run, um, he was only in like half the episodes, if that. Well, anyway, the point is, I yeah. haven't watched like any of those, so it'll oh, yeah. all be new for mm -hmm. all of us. And then we can go to the quote-unquote season ten, which was a six-episode miniseries, and then season eleven, which came out, I want to say, two thousand eighteen, nineteen. God. Which is another seven or eight episodes. It's it's whole new world of binge watching. Anyway, it's just been pleasant because the X Files is fun. It, it's you know big dumb fun. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, but it's it's sort of almost like rewatching or rereading a book. It's it's kind of comfort watching to a certain extent. I mean, a lot of it is my first time because I think I stopped. You stopped at, like, season two. Yeah, I never really got into it, and I saw some episodes in season two and, like, one or two in season three. Um, but otherwise, it was just something, like, it was on mostly Friday nights, and Friday night was Rocky Horror Night. So instead of watching X-Files, I was doing a whole bunch of other things. 
wherever I was, it was on, uh, I want to say Sunday and for a while. And so it would, we would like break D and D to watch it, but also like the new Simpsons would be on and, uh, then it would be X-Files and something else. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, long, long ago in another life. But uh, that's what we do in the evenings. We are mm-hmm. wild and crazy. We watch the X-Files and play video games. Yes. And occasionally catch up on our email. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I've got going on is I am recording an episode with uh, prior guest Emily of the Fuckboys of Literature uh, tonight. By, on release time, not not tonight, like when we're recording tonight, but for those of you at home, it comes out on Thursday and Thursday night. We'll be recording that episode of, of uh, on on Beowulf, on the new translation of Beowulf, and I'm really excited. I've been bro. very excited. So, bro, <laughs> bro, it, it, you haven't read it yet, have you? Uh, I'm going to admit I've never read the original. I mean, I know what happens. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's sort of a cultural gestalt there with what happens. Yeah. yeah. Like I've, I've literally written a comic sort of riff on it that is currently being illustrated, but have I sat down and read actual Hoyt? No, I have not. No. Uh, I, if you're going, if you've never read Beowulf and you want the story in a really easy to read format i have to say uh the new translation from and now i'm going to say her name wrong and i know it but i'm going to try don't anyway. try it look it up first okay we're, yeah. we're, we're good anyway anyway this the new translation that came out i'll link to it how about yeah. that i'll link to it and we will add, and we're going to talk about it and it's really good especially if you if you want the story but don't want to have to deal with all of the oh, this is proper traditional literature kind of things, then um, this is still traditional proper literature, but it's modern. It's not trying to emulate proper traditional literature for the 1800s. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the forms and how people felt it needed to be translated was like Victorian era properness. And uh, yeah, fuck that. We ain't Victorians and we ain't been for a long time. It's true. So there's all that. Um, so that's what's going on. I mean, I'm working. Uh, I too. I yeah. work. Yeah. I I live. I die. I work again. Kind of feels that way some days. Uh, and thinking of people who work and people who enjoy their job are excited to go to their job too. Uh, I have Emma Marshall from System76, and we had a great talk, and we're going to go uh, – Listen to that right after this. to Emma because Emma is one of my favorite people over at System76, the people who make the Linux laptops and desktops, and is always a lot of fun to talk to when I get to uh, see her at shows and the like. So um, 
Emma, can you introduce yourself a little better than I did and tell us a little bit about what it is you do? Yeah, my name is Emma Marshall. I am the happiness manager at System76. Um, I manage a team of happiness engineers who are uh, tech support representatives for System76 customers. Uh, we provide hardware and software support for Linux computers that we manufacture in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And um, basically, we solve problems all day as a team together. Um, I join a, a video chat with them, and I'm sitting with my nerds for 8 to 12 hours a day um, in a video chat room, just solving problems and having fun making people happy. Um, and, that's uh, basically what I do all day. Yeah, and as someone who has a System76 laptop, good job. Um, <laughs> Thanks. One of the one of the first generation Pop OS machines too, so double thanks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you have any hobbies or anything like that? Also, keeping track um, of. And... Yeah, I I do. Um, it's kind of <laughs> hard right now. It's been hard for a while. Yeah. Um, I was really big on parties. Um, like to go par go to parties, throw parties. Um, work parties. I like. Uh, I was doing a side hustle catering for uh, mm -hmm. like a year, and then I just had to stop that because I can't do the crowds. I'm like worried about the pandemic, but people aren't actually doing huge weddings anymore. So not really. No. It's, <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, I know. I miss it. I miss concerts. That's the big one for me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm used to like. Uh, over the summer, one or two shows a month, and it's just, yeah, it's been hard, really hard. Yeah, I I am a big arcader, too. Um, that's one thing I haven't done since the pandemic. Um, I'm having some withdrawals on that. I yeah. usually go to an arcade one or two times a week. Um, yeah. I, I love pinball. Like, I love it <laughs> so much. Um, we have a lot of barcades in Colorado, so that's that's like my jam. Anytime someone comes to town, I'm like, oh, I'll take you to my favorite barcade. And it's always a blast. So it's you are, are like there's a subset of our engineers that are just like, oh, we're going where are there pinball arcades? All right, let's do it. It's like, yeah, I'm like, I, I don't play pinball very well. But if it's a hangout and drink beer and, and shoot the shit all night, I'm in. Uh <laughs> yeah, it's a great environment too. Yeah, for, yeah. For, I mean, I hang out with my nerds, so it's like that's what we like to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also like to. I do lake days. We started doing lake days once the pandemic, um, mm -hmm. because it's outdoors and we can spread apart from people. And Colorado is just a perfect place to do all that. And so, got myself a paddleboard, a a nice Ooh. large pink ten foot paddleboard, and um. <laughs> I got a kayak as well, and so we've been doing that every weekend, um, going to different lakes in Colorado, drove to Nebraska a couple times, went to South Dakota, um, just kind of visiting as many outdoor yeah. areas as we could, and it's been really fun, um, just kind of adapting to the pandemic and doing different things that I, I would have done the previous summer, but yeah, but... it's still working. I'm still happy. <laughs> Yeah, you are possibly one of the – that's one of the reasons I like following you on Twitter is because you're always happy and always positive. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that so, negative the negativity is contagious. Yeah, yeah, it really is. But so is happiness and so is positivity. So yeah. people tend to forget that. Yeah. Uh, so with all that going on, um, how do you keep yourself organized? Well, mainly using Linux tools. I mean, well, Pop! OS basically keeps me the most organized. Um, I use Workspaces okay. and Pop! Shell, which tiles windows. So mm -hmm. I group my tasks into different workspaces. So I'll have like chat, tax, uh, chat apps in one window. Um, I'll have like my email um, for all my accounts and social mm -hmm. media. All that will be in one and um, the tickets will be in one. So I just have stuff all over the place. But to me, it's super organized because it's in the same place every day. And yeah. um, Pop makes that easy to just kind of start right back up and everything is where you need it to be. Mm -hmm. Also, browser tabs. I, oh, yeah. I have... I think I have like maybe 50 to 100 windows open all the time. Um, so <laughs> after grouping them into folders and setting um, the windows to auto open certain things um, at startup, that really helps a lot too. and helps me not forget things because it's automatic. So. Yeah. Um, have you seen the new grouping option in Chromium and Chrome that's been in the betas? New. No. Yeah, they've got a new feature that's that's coming out where you can um, assign a group name and group tabs together, and then huh. assign a color to it. So, like, okay, I, I'm running the beta right now, so it's like all of my just generic work tabs are green, and my working on now are yellow, and and I've started to do that with my tabs because, uh, yeah, sometimes I'm like, where's that GitHub issue? And if I could just put it in the working on group, then it's a lot faster to find than here's 18 billion icons at the top. <laughs> I, yeah, it's funny because I have so many different System76 tools for what I do, um, internal tools, and they all have the 76 icon. So, like, my bookmark bar is just, like, 10 System76 icons. Yeah. So for, that's exciting. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to give that a try. Yeah, it's, it's really like cool. any. Anything that can add color to something, and then I can choose different shades of pink, sold. That that has been the one thing about it I don't like is it it has like a preset set of colors, and uh, you can't really tune it. But it's it's in the beta version of the browser, so it's not quite you know they'll they'll do more with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So do you have any um, like do you? Uh, uh, schedule things out? Do you keep a rolling to-do list to go with that? Or is it just, you know, very well, reactive? Have, yeah, it's it's very reactive in my job. Um, mm -hmm. I do have a, a daily set of tasks that I have to take care of. So I try to do those, I get those out of the way. Mm -hmm. um, so like I was telling you before, I, I sit in the video all day with my, with my team and right. um, in the mornings, sometimes I'll, I'll take like two or three hours uh, just without being in video so I can be a little more productive and get more done. Um, yeah. dealing, I try not to take too many interruptions in the mornings, but I sprint real hard and get a ton of stuff done. But yeah. um, the fun is when I get to join the team and, and laugh and see what problems are going on today. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of that nasty administrative managerial stuff. And now let's go do the real work, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, anything else? 
Any tools or, or, or things that are just useful? Um, not, not as far as tools. I have like, um, like habits or attitudes that. That's actually that, the next question. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. it's more, not, not as much tools, but it's more, um, attitude for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, the more excited I am and the more excited I see people get when I'm excited is kind of, it's a good motivator. Um, and just yeah. laughing, making everything as funny as possible. <laughs> I think that's extremely important in a job that deals with so much negativity um, yeah. and problems. <laughs> you have to find a way to make it fun. So yeah. I think, um, yeah, just staying positive and making fun of, mm-hmm. of terrible situations is the best you can do to stay productive and keep keep on going to get to a solution. Yeah. And uh, given the number of years I've been in tech, yes, black humor has a lot to do with with getting to the end of the end of the day. It we we have fun, although it's not always uh, uh, it doesn't not always clean. sound happy. Yeah, not, <laughs> not say, safe for work. <laughs> it's yeah, there's there's always that that one channel that's just like the vent channel. And it's often hysterical, but it's it's usually like dark humor or or, you know, why have why has this never been fixed? It's so painful, kind of thing. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think my team my team really helps mm-hmm. me stay productive too because I feel like I have the perfect team. Like right. we're just a little family, and I think that since we don't want to make more work for each other, we're all doing the right thing, mm-hmm. and we're all trying to keep each other happy and motivated. And I think that's really important to be surrounded by the best, the best team that you can get. Yeah. And I've been on good teams and bad teams and I can, I can absolutely agree. Having a good team is, is worth its weight in gold. Yeah, totally. And if you have to hire 10 more people to make it happen, you should do it. Mm -hmm. If that's the right thing for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that, that. When I'm when I'm looking when I'm looking uh, for jobs, which is not something I have uh, going on right now, thankfully. Um, yeah, that's one of the things I always look at is what's the team look like? How how are they interacting? You know. So, um, any other habits or systems? Mm, I don't think so. Um, I think Slack keeps me pretty motivated throughout the day. Um, I know it's not open source, but uh, it it is the source of lots of laughs, and it I think the Giphy the Giphy feature the the custom emojis that has really caused a lot of laughs in the last eight nine years. So <laughs> very happy, very happy with that tool. Oh yeah, uh, it is. Uh, uh, for us, it's our primary means of communication because we're already distributed and, and worldwide. So. Like Slack and email yeah. are two biggest things, and any time of day, someone will be somewhere on Slack, and you can find something entertaining. So yeah, yeah, it's the best. We have a we have a banter channel, um, but it's just funny to see the, the unexpected statements that people say, and <laughs> you're just like, Is that really our CEO that just said that. <laughs> uh, we we actually had a uh, in the I think it was in the cooking channel. We have a channel just for like 
showing off what we've cooked or recipes or whatever. And somebody was like, what is that thing on the wall next to your fuse box? It was an old school, like wall mount telephone. And we spent, I think, half an hour just back and forth about what is that thing? And, oh, yes, I remember those from the olden days. And um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember having to, like, fight my sisters and brothers. Like, it's my turn on the phone. I got 9 to 930. You're like, you're not even talking to anyone about anything. Stop holding the line. <laughs> <laughs> I only have the one sister and yeah, there, there, but there was still contention there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or AOL when AOL was tying up the phone line. Oh my God. Get off the chat. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. yelling that one down the stairs. <laughs> For me, it was dial up BBSs. Like somebody would pick it up and go, Oh, what is this noise? I'm like, Oh God, you just lost me. My connection. Stop, stop. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss. I miss startup old tech. Uh, I do and I don't. I do and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So a good attitude, uh, Slack with custom emojis and, and entertainment, um, and, and that constant communication, banter and communication. Exactly. All right. So... Uh, with all that, uh, how do you figure out what to do first in the morning on a given day? And I'm gonna, I'm going to guess it, it, uh, it starts with uh, a routine of some sort. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so I go through um, the most urgent items first. Uh, okay. So we actually just uh, switched over to um, Zendesk. Well, we're in, we're in a transition period between our custom messaging systems that we created in house and right. um, switching or migrating messaging services over to Zendesk. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one, that tool allows me to set urgency a lot easier than everything else. So mm-hmm. that helps me get to the first items the quickest. Um, because they, they actually, I set little um, triggers to where things like words like cancel or refund, mm-hmm. um, those usually mean an unhappy customer. So those are up top. Um, so basic words that, that trigger something that, from my experience, created a, that started off a bad situation. Um, mm-hmm. Those ones go first. Anything that I missed in Slack, I, I get tagged a couple hundred times a day, I think. Um, <laughs> and I just go back in and make sure I covered everything in every channel from that day. And, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that takes up a good hour or two in the morning and then, uh, check in with the team and yep, that's basically it. The urgency there, yeah. is what it's about in support. I mean, we got to yeah. get to the, the hardest problems first and I'm excited to see how Zendesk helps us with that with technical issues because like right now it's just for customer support so just testing testing those little um, triggers and automations that we'll be able to use for support and Mm -hmm. I think I'm excited to see how it's going to make us have quicker responses and be more efficient and uh, cohesive uh, Mm -hmm. because it's going to allow us to send like the same troubleshooting steps to each person based on the issue instead of um, a same, one rep getting it, and then the next day another rep gets the same ticket and has something different to say. Um, yeah. We're, we're going to switch from that to staying a little more organized and focused with the rep um, mm-hmm. and the customer on the same ticket. And 
I'm just excited to see what, what kind of solutions we can come up with um, faster and how much we reduce tickets by using that tool. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so before we get to the next set of questions, I, I I'm kind of curious now when you were able to do your side hustle, how was it different from what you do on your day to day? Like, did you? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> um, so I'm actually a manager with the the catering. They call it a captain. Um, so I'm in in charge of uh, a large team, uh, like mm-hmm. twice the size of my team now. Um, so that's the size is different. The personalities are completely different. Right. Um, and I'm working with a lot of girls. Um, the ratio is about like 70% women and 30% men, which <clears throat> I work with nothing but dudes uh, during the day with my tech <laughs> support job. <clears throat> but yeah, it's very fast paced. Um, mm-hmm. The issues are always urgent. Any issue that comes up during the six hour event is extremely urgent and stressful. And mm-hmm. you have to decide things without without having the proper tools to solve problems. So you have to be extremely creative. Um, in tech support, you, you have the internet right there. I can't pick up my phone and Google something or call someone at a wedding. Um, when I'm the manager, it's, right, it's, right. you've got to look around, see what you can find and fix it. So very fast paced. Everything is urgent, but it is extremely fun. Um, it is, I don't know why, but the, the personalities, if you ever worked in the restaurant industry, um, you know, you just hire a lot of different personalities of mm-hmm. just fun, exciting people. And I've met some really awesome awesome friends there. And, uh, you know, we're all still friends, even though only half the company is working or uh, due to the pandemic. But yeah, 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 that's like a little family as well. So I think that's one of the things that are similar. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Oh, and it's a lot of heavy lifting, a lot of hard labor. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, the physical activity is nonstop. You don't get to sit at all. So kind of helped train me. Um, I don't sit at all now when I'm typing. Um, I have a, I'm at a stand-up desk right now. Mm-hmm. So um, it trained me to just come be active as long as I can. If I can do it for a 10-hour event, I can definitely do it for an eight-hour work day. Um, right. So I think it really got me active for mm-hmm. a while there. Yeah. And I think it, it really got some habits in me too about mm-hmm. um, cleanliness with um, kitchens and um, customer service, it's a great tool to learn customer service um, because the people are completely different than the tech support customers that we're working with. Yeah. And then I, I was also doing DoorDash too, but that's another one I'm not comfortable with. Um, so I was trying to save up to go to France for my sabbatical. Oh, um, yeah. Because you're supposed to take your sabbatical after seven years and I broke my ankle the seventh year, so couldn't go that time. Mm-hmm. Now we have a pandemic. Um, so going to shoot for next year, but not be let down if it has to wait another year or two. Right. Um, but that was the reason I was doing the side hustles, not not because I'm like crazy, have to work every second of my day in life. But I just got, wanted to <laughs> make quick money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And catering is good money. Like if you are looking for a side hustle. Find a catering joint, but make sure you have a, a good manager. Yeah. 
Otherwise, it's just like, do this, do that. Uh, Well, then you might as well just have a, uh, for that, you might as well just be, you know, getting your your spending money or whatever in fast food. And it's not as much fun. Yeah. 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 And like the way I manage with the, with that is I know I, I learned from managers that I didn't like. So instead mm-hmm. of barking people around, I'm like, Hey, can you do this? And then if I see their face is like, Oh, I hate doing that. I'm like, Oh, I can ask someone else. That's okay. And then just make it no big deal if they don't want to do it. Um, I know that's kind of like spoiling mm-hmm. them, but it helps because when you have an event and you don't have enough employees and you need to call for someone, they'll come work for you because you mm-hmm. don't push them around and you're not a mean person. So, yeah, yeah. I, it makes I it so imagine. it's not work. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine you being a mean person. That that would just be <laughs> a, a, a brain buster right there. Um. um so let me tell you, oh. uh, <laughs> we, I know, and I learned, I learned from mm-hmm. this. So I'm, I'm like completely turning it around. But the last like month. We we have experienced such explosive growth that Mm -hmm. I well, I mean, I would say the last three months, but I haven't been a bitch that whole time. Um, But the (laughs) last month just became so overwhelming that Mm -hmm. I was having a hard time managing my attitude. Like Mm -hmm. I I don't find that to be something that happens all the time. Um, So I was. uh, I was being bitchy every day (laughs) to my team. Instead yeah. of logging in and being like, hey, guys, good morning, I'd be like, walk in there and or jump in there. And they'd be like, oh, man, I did this mistake. And when someone made a mistake, I was like so pissed. And I'm like, gosh, stop making mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know, if you didn't do that or, you know, the way to avoid having to call this customer in an uncomfortable way would be right. not to make mistakes. And, you know, sometimes that's funny. Um, because it's a silly mistake and mm-hmm. they'll catch themselves. But recently I feel like it's, it's been taken as um, bitchiness and mm-hmm. I haven't been approaching it or balancing out with funny and happy things as much. So uh, I was trying to steer clear from the videos in the last couple of weeks because mm-hmm. I found myself just wanting to jump in and yell at people. And that is hurtful to my body and mm-hmm. my happiness and my team's happiness and yeah i mean it didn't i noticed me treating them like that did not change the amount of tickets in the queue mm-hmm. by anything so that wasn't doing anything but causing negative emotions and i well i don't even know honestly if they thought it was <laughs> negative but but for me thinking of thinking back on the last couple of weeks i'm just mm-hmm. like i can't even believe that i've been that bitchy but so I'm, I'm trying to find different ways to handle mm-hmm. the amount of growth and the amount of of just work that we have to do um, with the amount of people we have. And so um, it's just adding more work as well. So I have to try to stay positive and yeah, balance it. Yeah, but yeah, balance I've it been out. mean. Yeah, I've been yeah. mean, and I've had trouble balancing. But you know, sometimes yeah. it's just a matter of of getting back into the the morning yoga or the nightly yoga mm-hmm. and really being understanding of your, your feelings and how you're acting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that actually is a great lead into what is the best advice you would give someone or you have received? Um, keep doing what you're doing. 
I think uh, that's the best advice I've been giving that has motivated me because mm-hmm. people send people tend to say that when you're at your your brightest time, um, mm-hmm. your happiest time, when they want to be around you the most. So when someone says that, really pay attention to to everything you've been doing recently, uh, everything you've mm-hmm. been saying, how you've been acting, how you've been smiling, look in the mirror, you know, kind of just mold that in your brain and understand that people are responsive to that. And that's a good mm-hmm. you. And if right. you can be a good you and continue it and be aware of it, then you'll be happy. I, I love that. Be a good you. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So there are two questions left and they are what, uh, I've come to call them over the, over the last several hundred episodes as the happy, but difficult one and the sad, but easy one. (laughs) In order to add, uh, to, to end, someone was like, you should just ask the happy one last. So you're always ending on a happy note. I'm like, okay. Um, so the question is, um, everyone has to deal with failure. How do you handle it when you fail or miss a goal or benchmark or something like that? Uh, well, I, I vent. Um, I, I analyze the situation and see what I can do differently next time, see why it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to learn from every mistake that I make. and that that helps me keep going because I know next time I'm not going to do it again and I'm not going to feel like a failure because I'm aware of what I did wrong. So I try not to let it stick. And um, with my team as well, when when they start complaining about stuff too, I shut it down as quick as I can. Um, so it's, yeah, just trying to focus, be solution oriented or it'll just bring you down so low. Yeah. And it actually affects your body. Like you can physically feel when you're letting stuff get to you more than it needs to. Um, because if you think about it, whatever you failed at is probably not something that you're even going to think about tomorrow. And if it is, then hopefully it's just thinking about the solution. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, uh, well, I have, I have pills to help with that because of happy brain chemistry. So. <laughs> yeah. Serotonin's a killer. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's that whole stress hormone and feedback loop and you're like, oh, and yeah, the, the, a lot of people don't talk about that physical response, um, mm-hmm. from the stress, from things like the stress hormones. Yeah, I thrive off of energy and and how my body is reacting to stress. And I just I have to I can't feel that way. It's very weird for me. So I have to set myself back into my happy balance as quickly as possible or I get weird like I was the last two weeks. (laughs) Um, Cool. Um, All right. Flip side of the coin. The happy but difficult question. Do you celebrate your successes? And if so, how? Um, yeah, I think my successes are really my team successes. Um, so I like to celebrate them. So I think uh, 
we we do uh, work anniversary parties where I take them out on the town and we create memories that they'll likely forget, but everyone else will remember and hold against <laughs> them the rest of their lives. Um, but yeah, we we celebrate by going to the barcades, go to dinner. Um, we do lake days as teams. Uh, I think celebrating as a group is is how we celebrate. Um, and with right now, when we're more remote and not doing as much uh, with emojis and Slack, and mm-hmm. I make uh, I make custom gifts for my team members too. Um, <laughs> so everyone has like a face emoji that they can respond mm-hmm. with in Slack. And um, like Thomas, he's he's like my main man. Uh, he yeah, we make fun of him as Thomas the Train. Um, so I made like the recent <laughs> most most recent gift is his face on Thomas the Train, and it's like oh. trucking away, and it's his face, and he's wearing my pink heart sunglasses. So it's just like like just funny stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Just celebrating, you know. I made that because he was, you know, one day he covered this whole admin queue that I I hadn't even got to look at it yet by two o'clock. And that was, mm-hmm. that was rough for me. And I look at it and it's done and I'm like, Oh my gosh. So I made, yeah. I made that. I had to take that extra, that 10 minutes to make it because mm-hmm. it, I know the last that it has made since then is just countless. So we use that one all the time, but yeah, funny stuff like that. Just, mm-hmm. just uh, making people laugh is how I like to celebrate. Yeah. And and I, I have to say, one of uh, all of the best experiences I've had working for people uh, comes from that attitude of th- the manager's success is based wholly on the team's success. Um, you know, and yeah. there's the, it's never um, I did, I did, I did. It's this is what the team did, and I'm really happy to have them here kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And, like, for me, <clears throat> the work anniversaries are huge events. Um, mm-hmm. I really wish we could go do do more stuff right now. Yeah. Um, but work anniversaries are so important to me because it means you know they're not they're not upset, they're not hating their job. Um, it makes me feel like I'm doing something right. The more years they stay with me on my team, um, and then people that have moved up in the company seeing their work anniversaries is even more exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it just gets more exciting every year to see how many people will stay to continue to help you pursue this goal. Yeah. yeah. That's why I love, I love system 76 for that because Mm -hmm. we're all, we're all super passionate and in it as a team. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons I, I bought the, the, uh, the laptop, uh, a couple years ago was you guys are all so enthusiastic about what you're building, about what you're doing. Support's great. Not gonna, you know, I I I didn't have to use it very much because I'm a Linux administrator, so it was a uh, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I my yeah, it's like if I can't fix my own laptop, maybe I don't need to be in this field. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that is everything. Cool. So, this is a fun fun little interview. Oh, I yeah, I really yeah. like this. Is there is there anything you want to and I know you're going to say system 76 but you want to you you want to share with us where we can find you online and and things like that? Um Twitter, I'm at social happiness. That's the main social network I use. I think I have profiles on all of them but I only post on Twitter. Um the socialhappiness.us is uh 
my little happiness project where I just post uh, videos with nice quotes. And I had uh, my little happiness corp comic on there for a little bit, a while, but got to revisit that one. That one's a fun one. Yeah. And of course, everybody's favorite. I will make sure to link in system 76 because uh, you guys are doing awesome work. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. We appreciate that too. Yeah. Hopefully everyone sees. I don't think anyone understands how much is happening behind the scenes right now, but you know, we ju- we just like we're at, we're at 50 employees now, just about. If if we aren't there, uh, we're like one or two away, which is crazy. That is that um, is that is really some amazing growth because I think when well when I first saw System 76, I I don't think you were working there yet. <laughs> yeah. But um, but. Uh, you know, seeing the growth with, uh, uh, for those who don't know, I actually met Emma at All Things Open several years ago the first time. And so, uh, and that's also where I really got introduced to System76 the first time. And so it's been uh, uh, amazing to watch the growth of, of the company and the product lines and all that stuff. So yeah, you should be proud oh. of the role you have in that too. <laughs> Thanks. I, I just started, I started off at like $11 an hour as a, a customer service person. So yeah. I'm pretty proud of how things have progressed. <laughs> awesome sauce. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This has been awesome. Yep. And, uh, and for the people at home, we'll be right back after this. Thank you, Emma, so much for taking the time out to talk to me. Uh, it was an absolute joy. And since that's probably the only place I'm going to get to see you this year because of things. Global then, fucking pandemic. Yeah, thank you. Uh, then, you know, it was, a, it was an absolute joy. In honor of Emma, whose favorite color, I don't know, I, I don't recall us talking about this, but Emma's favorite color is pink. I, I, mean, I remember hearing from the next room a, a a long diatribe about how this room used to be painted so it felt like you were inside a uterus. Uh, that might have been yesterday's – one oh. of the calls yesterday um, or the day before. That wasn't the interview with Emma. Emma Emma's office is painted the happy pink, not the depressing pink. Not the, not the gynecology pink. Right. And also, like, anytime I see her at a show or online or photos or whatever – always having on a pink shirt or something pink is absolutely Emma's favorite color. So this week's word is pinkness. <laughs> and that was, you know, P I N K N E S S because that, that like whenever I think of Emma, the first thing I think about is the color pink because she's just so bright and everything, everything is pink. So it's pretty cool. 
Uh, that's that's that. You can find out more about badges at productivityalchemy.com and find out how to claim them. And the new system seems to be working pretty well. So um, don't s- quit stepping on the – no, you don't fire – cancel. Cancel the Siri. What have you done, Kat? Tiny Orange has decided to activate things. Yeah, let me – oh, wait. There's the X button. I got it. I got it. There we go. Okay. Anyway. We warned you about the house with animals, though. Yes, we, we we certainly did. So, no, don't roll over to clean your butt on the keyboard. Oh, God. Is there a lock? I've got all... No, I can't... You there, uh, Okay. So, um, anyway, if you'd like to support the podcast, uh, that's awesome. And oh, no, not that loved. button. Uh, you should... Uh, are we still recording? Oh, yeah, we're still okay. recording. Uh, it's just that our recording screen just went to a very nice picture of a mountain. Um, anyway, so, uh, you can support us in myriad ways. Tell your friends, tell your family, write in with a comment. It makes Kevin very happy. You could give us money if you wanted to, but there are so many people who need it right now, and we aren't top of that list by a mile. So I suggest you go find a worthy GoFundMe, give money to your food bank, uh, all that good stuff. These yeah. these people are going to need it way more. They are they are the the bastion, the last line of defense for a lot of people, and so give food banks money. They're yeah. awesome. I mean, and even uh, even as we were saying in the interview, uh, people like Emma, whose side hustle is working catering events and things like that, they're having it's a devastating impact uh, yes. on some of them whose primary income is that. So. That's, you know, go like, support an artist, go buy stuff on Etsy, you know. Yeah. If you know a cook who can't cook in their restaurant anymore and there's no, you know, help them out so they don't maybe lose their restaurant or their music venue. Yes. Yeah. It's a big, big, big problem. Hire them to cook once a week and drop the food off on your doorstep, whatever you need yeah. to do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yes. Yeah. So that's us this week. Uh, we, are just trucking along and we hope you are too and always encouraged to get your letters and your responses on Twitter and things. So just be safe out there, folks, and do your best to uh, stay productive. Whatever that looks like in this seething hellscape. Seething hellscape. <sighs> <sighs>